Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Momming Autism Podcast, where we are providing a positive platform for parents to share their stories about raising special needs children. We are your hosts, Amanda DeLuca and KBMD, and tonight we have a full house. We um, are joined by um, one Sal DeLuca, who is the dad half of Momming Autism. And then we also are joined by our honorary male member of the blog squad, Ryan, and his wife, Kristen. So welcome you two. Hello. Thank you for having us. (laughs) So Ryan, can you and Kristen introduce yourselves and just tell us about your journey with autism and um, kind of what led you to sharing your journey? Sure. So um, I'm Ryan Lefevers. This is my wife, Kristen Lefevers. Hello. And uh, we're both parents to uh, two beautiful boys, uh, Parker, who is five years old, and Dustin, who's two years old. And um, they both have autism. Uh, Parker was diagnosed at three years old. Um, and Dustin was recently diagnosed, uh, just after probably about two and a half. And, um, so we, we noticed that, uh, there, there are not a lot of, uh, dads sharing stories. So <laughs> I kind of, kind of thought we should probably share from a dad's point of view and let the other dads out there know, you know, that that you know we go through the similar things that the moms go through and there's a lot of a lot of connection there and uh maybe a little bit different but you know just (laughs) just kind of wanted to give give it from a from a dad's point of view i love that so for sal and i and katie we've talked um, for landon and you as well acceptance looked a little different um i i trusted my mama gut i pushed um I, my doctor and I went, you know, kind of toe to toe and Katie, you were kind of the same where Sal trusted our doctor um, and, you know, wasn't really pushing for that diagnosis. Ryan and Kristen, what was that like for you two? Uh, It was a little bit of the same. We had a couple pediatricians telling us, oh, Parker doesn't look autistic. Um, Mm -hmm. We heard the same thing. That's all it is. Same thing. So yeah, we went through... So Kristen, was it your mama gut that had you push or um, was your doctor kind of leading you towards a diagnosis? What did that look like? It was actually, it was the mama gut because mm-hmm. two of our pediatricians were telling us it's not autism. He didn't look autistic. Mm-hmm. It was just speech delay. He's a boy, late mm-hmm. bloomer, things mm-hmm. like that. And he didn't have a lot of the autism traits, so I just wanted to believe it, but really deep down we knew and got a third pediatrician and we finally got our uh, referral to get a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And Ryan, what was the process like for you after hearing the diagnosis? Because me as a mom, I was research, what do we do next? Who can we contact? And Sal, um, you dealt with it a little differently. You internalized a little bit and we're just kind of waiting to see what happened. Yeah, I, you know, I I was kind of along the path of or you know, he'll, he'll grow out of it, I, I think was really the mentality that I was uh, kind of approaching it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of want to say I was along the same lines at the beginning. Um, 
but I I also I also had um, I don't I don't know I, I was kind of expecting it by the time the actual diagnosis came around because we were waiting seven months mm-hmm. for for the diagnosis so I was kind of expecting it um, just because of the research that Kristen had done mm-hmm. um, but but for some reason for me when I actually heard it it kind of hit me hard and I mm-hmm. and I I think it probably hit me hard because when you research autism there's not a lot of positive things that are said about autism Mm-mm. when you look it up you know mm-hmm. and it, and I think that's probably why it hit me um the, the hardest is uh I mean I I called out of work that day I was supposed to go back to work after after we got the diagnosis and I called out that day because I just couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't deal with it um so it I think it hit me a lot differently but I, I was like Sal, I think at the beginning, I was, I was trusting the doctors and said, you know, oh yeah, okay, he's a boy. And then I had friends that had boys and they were telling me the same thing and, oh yeah, they're just going to grow out of it and, you know, no big deal and put them into daycare and, you know, it'll, they'll, they'll, they'll start talking up a storm as soon as you put them in daycare and, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, none happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> It didn't, it didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. So Kristen, you were doing all the research, um, which I think is interesting. You were doing the research. Ryan wasn't, but Ryan is now the researcher and the writer. It seems like how roles seem like they've reversed a little bit. (laughs) Yes. I'll I'll do all the research I can do. I will do anything I can do to help that will help our boys. But yeah, Ryan is definitely the sharer. (laughs) outspoken one of the two of us (laughs) so Kristen did he come to you and say he wanted to start writing and he wanted to share um, or was it something you encouraged him to do how did that happen you guys Uh, he he mentioned it to me a few times Um, he's been wanting to do this for a little over a year probably and um, it I'm really happy he did because it's a really good outlet for him and his emotions and and it's something that I don't think I could have ever done. I don't think I could have put it in the words like he wants to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm actually really proud that he's doing this. We are so happy to have him as our honorary male blog squad <laughs> member. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the title too, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, so Kristen, when... Um, Ryan started sharing. Do you have to, do you proof anything? Like there's a couple things um, I wrote about our marriage not long ago. And I told Sal, like, do you want to read this before I share it? And he's like, no, unless you think I need to. Um, do you guys do that? I oh, should yeah. have proofed, by the way. Oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. yeah. Nothing gets posted without my approval. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a wise decision. <laughs> I, I've already made plenty of edits. I'm probably the editor of the page. I was going to say, so you're the researcher, you're the editor. (laughs) The titles are stacking up. This is true. This is very true. (laughs) I I always run it by her and I I always say, hey, will you read this real fast? Just, uh, are are you okay with me? 
posting this <laughs> and then i even i even show her the pictures that i want to i plan on using too just to make sure we're all on the same boat <laughs> you know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um i think from now on when i say hey do you want to proofread this that sal will quickly say yes um i think i slid that one under a little too a little too quick Maybe a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. It was very well received. I, I liked that one actually because it it, um, it it kind of reminded uh, uh, me of our marriage a little bit. So yeah. um, I I think I think Kristen and I went through a lot of the same things. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and to, yeah until we kind of found you know our group. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, and that's um, Sal and I we stopped communicating with each other. We were talking at each other, not with each other. Um, We were, you know, kind of communicating in passing and, you know, relaying what therapists said or what they said at school drop off. And he was working from home. So I try to run downstairs and, you know, say something really quick. And um, it it made things extremely strained, I think, um, because we were both just frustrated with each other, but we weren't saying why we were frustrated yeah, the work from home side of it came later and that added a whole new difficult dynamic mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i can see that mm-hmm. I, I i work from home maybe uh i want to say probably like 80 percent of the time i work from home right now just because of the pandemic uh, because of covid um but uh we we kind of get through the same things too we're so so what did the therapist say today and what did what happened at school drop off and did you know did he flop to the ground when he went inside or did he actually go inside on his own accord mm-hmm. today you know what what was the difference and um but but i also think we still um we try to try and find time for ourselves and talk about the things that um that that both made us i guess just fall in love with each other you know we're we're kind of nerdy. We like Star Wars stuff and geeky stuff. So <laughs> we, we end up talking about that kind of stuff a lot of the time. But, um, but that's that's kind of what attracted us to each other is is that. So it's 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 kind of nice that we we still have that. Um, poor Sal. Our time together is him watching Dawson's Creek right now because that's what I'm currently watching. <laughs> So, I, I did those too. I got Mass Singer. Uh, yeah, so, so that that happens a lot. <laughs> um, Katie, I think your time is spent um, on farming and cattle. So, so yeah, di- it's a diverse crowd we've got going. Exactly. <laughs> we, um, I had grew up actually in the city and literally knew nothing about cattle farm life or anything and I had met my husband and he was very open that he you know had cattle and they did chores and I had like this idea of like something in a movie where like there was no like cow poop on the ground and everything was like nice and pretty (laughs) um so then I went out there um when they were branding and and hauling and all the things and I I was just kind of brand new to being you know dating my husband and I went out there in heels and I like had these like shorts on and I don't know who I thought I was Daisy Duke apparently (laughs) (laughs) they all like looked at me like oh my god this is who you're dating (laughs) like it was just 
it, and I knew, like I knew as soon as, because it was his whole entire family. It was like something out of a movie. They all turn around at the same time and they look me up and down like, mm-hmm, that's, that's what you're wearing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're all in overalls and like, you know, <laughs> mud boots and there's me in heels and shorts and my hair did. And yeah, it was a very bad introduction to, to farm life and, uh, definitely a huge adjustment and and as kind of the years has kind of went by it really has been interesting to have three kiddos now um and experience that and experience you know doing a little bit of stuff in the city because that's where my family's from and and having the luxury of you know doing things there but then also kind of have farm farming integrated into our life where our kids have that freedom outside and our daughter gets to learn about you know about cattle and things that I was never brought up around Mm -hmm. um which is kind of a diverse kind of way and really with both the boys um Avery our oldest he has a very strong love for all things farm um almost too much (laughs) like too much of a love that we have to be so careful with him because he is absolutely frightened of anything smaller than him. So a dog, a cat, you know, a rabbit, a hamster, whatever it may be, um, frightened like and, and gets quite upset. But I tell you what, if there is a cow in the corral or a bull, that kid is going to scale a panel to go become best friends with it. Like <laughs> it is the strangest thing. Um, so so he loves it, but you know, it brings him joy. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's all we want as parents is, you know, to have our kids around things that bring them joy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So yep. Kristen and Ryan, what does that look like for you guys? What brings your boys joy? Uh, right now it's, uh, for Parker, it's his iPad. Mm-hmm. Bar, the iPad. He just learned how to use that. So he's having a blast with watching whatever videos he wants. And for Dustin, it's anything in the dirt. Yes. <laughs> oh, he loves the dirt. Yes. <laughs> um, so much dirt. dirt. I was going to say, that makes my mom anxiety like hit a new level. Oh. <laughs> yes. So yes. much dirt. Yeah. yeah. And, and he'll eat it too. So there's Ooh. that. <laughs> Jack. Jackson keeps asking. Jackson keeps asking to go to the beach, and um, Sal and I are seriously considering it. And I'm like, oh, but he's going to eat the sand. Oh, I know he's going to eat the sand. <laughs> I, I'm not so much concerned about the sand eating. Uh, my fear is like the sand flies and the the bees when you get there. Yeah, he hates all flying objects. A- anything that does not stay on the ground. It, I, I mean, the shriek that comes out of that. Mouth, like, <laughs> That's my reaction to eating the flies. Yeah. yeah. Very true. <laughs> Me too, Kristen. Me too. <laughs> but he loves those locust um, cicadas. Is that what people call them? Like he would catch them. I'm like, you don't like a bee, but that alien looking thing is like acceptable in the flying world. <laughs> so um, your boys are a little bit um, into their diagnosis now. So what do you guys what are they doing? What does school look like? What is your, you know, what does your home look like? For us, it's um, school, in-home ABA, social skills, living by a schedule, living on a prayer. Yes. <laughs> Basically what our day is. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> our, our days, our days are exactly like that. Um, 
so uh, we we were doing virtual school, which is odd to do with a five-year-old anyway, um, mm-hmm. because it's mostly music videos and and a lot of. Um, there you go. <laughs> There's Jackson's joy right there in the background. <laughs> um, and, and we actually just got back to in-person schooling. And um, the less school- in-person schooling. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the school that Parker goes to is actually um, quite some ways for us. It's about, I want to say it's about 20 20 minutes, 25 minutes away. 30 minute drive for me. Yeah, so... Uh, so We uh, live the same life. Yeah. We live the same life. And, and the the bus is just a no-go um, for us. So, so, you know, Kristen's constantly driving. Um, and because I get to work from home about 80% of the time, um, when... Uh, Kristen brings Parker home from school. She gets to to kind of relax for what an hour, maybe. No, not even an hour. <laughs> and, You're being too then, generous with your time there. Ryan. <laughs> I wish it was an hour. <laughs> and then and then uh, and then she's off and she takes Dustin to speech therapy. So um, and and then I'm trying to work, but also keep tabs on Parker and make make sure that he's not getting into anything or doing things that he's not supposed to be doing um and and then we also have in-home ABA therapy for for Dustin uh all of Parker's services are currently through the school so he gets uh ABA therapy OT um and uh speech therapy all through the school so um and that actually just started for him, so his days are actually longer than they have ever been, which is why we were kind of concerned of going back to in person because it's all it's all new for him again. It's kind of starting over. So, uh, but he's been doing pretty well with that. So that's that's a good thing. Good, good. Um, we live the same life. Um, we take Jackson thirty minutes to school, come home. There's about a ten minute window. Then I take Monroe to school, hour window, go back and get her. Um, Sal goes and gets Jackson some days. I go and get Jackson some days, um, making sure he's not clogging the toilet or eating a snack or. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the good part about the system now is really the only thing that we fight about is my desire to buy a small vehicle that gets extremely good gas mileage and Amanda's rebuttal of no. <laughs> that was so eloquent and fluffy. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, know. I don't butter up a whole lot of it. I know, so. I know. That's funny. Uh, so Ryan and Kristen, before we let you guys go, um, Kristen, I'll ask you first. What is advice that you have for other parents who are walking through parenting a child with special needs? It can be something you wish somebody would have told you. Diagnosis day. Now that you're further in, um, just what would you what would you like to tell another mama? I I would like to tell them just follow your gut, follow your instincts. Because if I had done that sooner with Parker, who knows where we would be now? If we could we could have started a year sooner. 
Mm-hmm. I, I just, just listen to yourself. If you think something's wrong, push. That, Don't that mama gut is never yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ryan, the same question for you, um, for dads, because like you said, we don't get a dad's perspective very often. Um, I would say listen to your wife's gut and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you, you know, just, just kind of follow along with that. But I, I'd also say too, that, um, that it's okay to go through all the emotions. There's a lot of emotions when receiving a diagnosis. So I, I'd also say that you're, you're not, you're, you're not doing anything wrong or there's nothing that you did wrong that, that brought on this diagnosis and that it's okay to, to just go through, you know, whichever emotions come your way. Mm-hmm. And, and always, always, always just try and find the joy. Do, do what makes them happy. You know, as you said earlier, what, what makes them happy? What makes them smile? What makes them laugh? Just, just try and find the joy. Mm-hmm. For us, that's train hunting and car wash today. <laughs> For Katie, it's um, McDonald's French fries, right, Katie? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And Tim, and Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons and, donuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All the donuts. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Drive drive through Starbucks. Uh, swings are big. Uh, <laughs> dirt. Uh, dirt is definitely a big one. Dirt is the winner. Dirt is <laughs> the winner. Yes. Yeah. Anything with dirt. I'll, I'll, water. I'll, I'll take dirt. Uh, I, I, at this point, I would take dirt because it's inexpensive. It's right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how easy it is to find. You don't think they'd find any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, Ryan, where can people follow along to hear more from your dad's perspective? Sure. So um, I have a Facebook page. It's uh, My Heroes. Uh, raising boys on the spectrum and I also have an Instagram page that's my heroes on the spectrum mm-hmm. uh, I guess it, the other one was too long to fit on Instagram so I had to shorten it up <laughs> Instagram has strict rules on that I think. <laughs> well thank you both so much for taking time um, to talk with us it was so great to um, finally meet you Kristen Thanks, you too. <laughs> um, and to get more um, of a dad's perspective from you, Ryan, and from you, Sal. I, I'm you. always here to provide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can hear the eagerness. <laughs> well, thank you all so very much, um, and we will talk to you all soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.